Hi, I'm Jackie Jones and welcome to my podcast, Living Life Being Human, the number one podcast for anxiety, stress and mental health support. Don't forget to click subscribe to be notified of my latest podcast episodes. And if you get any value from this podcast, please support me by leaving a review. It really does help me out and it motivates me to keep making these podcasts. You can connect with me on social media at Jackie Jones Coaching and subscribe to my YouTube channel to get weekly videos all around anxiety, stress and mental health. I hope you enjoy this episode. 2021. (laughs) Not sure where I start with all of this, but as I'm recording this, it is the 7th of January 2021. And in the UK and England, we're back on full lockdown because of the new variants of COVID-19. And things seem to have gone a little bit awry. (laughs) I usually record four or five um, of these videos and podcasts in one go. And I've not done that in the new year. I'm not sure why I didn't plan. Um, But I'm quite pleased that I didn't really because everything's changed and maybe the content of what I would have posted in November or December last year isn't quite relevant to where we are in January 2021. So I'm going to start afresh. And this is a new year. Um, This is the beginning of whatever is to come with 2021. So first of all, um, I just want to touch on a few things. Firstly, you know, I hope you're all safe and well wherever you are. I work with parents um, and children as well as people on the psychotherapy side of things. So as a parent myself, I'm a single parent. I'm back to homeschooling. as much as I can, we can discuss that as we go through this this latest episode. Um, My son's 16, is in his GCSE year. The GCSEs, A-levels, AS-levels, BTECs have all been cancelled for the summer this year. It's all down to teacher assessment now. So everything, everything in my son's world has has suddenly changed. He's, He's back to not being in school. He's back to being isolated at home, not seeing his friends. And not doing all the things that normal teenage 16-year-old boys should be doing. So he's coping really well. I put a post up on my Facebook page. Um, I I deliberated quite a bit about it because when he heard the news from Boris Johnson, he I didn't tell him the news. He learned it on Facebook off, off his friends. He came in and got Alexa to play Celebrate and danced around my kitchen. So that's how he reacted and responded to things. And I'm quite lucky that, you know, as far as his mental health is concerned, he's in quite a good place. There's not a lot that phases him generally. So so I do thank my blessings for that. Um, I'm sure that's got absolutely nothing to do with me. And it's got lots to do with his personality type and, yeah, things that impact on him and things that don't. So I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to say what we should or shouldn't do in the midst of this pandemic and the restrictions that we've got. So I'm going to just talk a little bit about something that I did plan before Christmas because I knew I wouldn't be online as much. I started doing this last year. Um, I've never been one for New Year's resolutions at the best of times, but I decided that I wasn't going to do New Year's resolutions 
And I found this thing, it was stuck up on my mum's wall in the kitchen, actually, and it just resonated with me. So last year and this year, I've actually been posting about um, seven rules of life. So I'm just going to run through those. Um, if I'm looking to the side, it's because I've actually got it up so that I don't forget them because I tend to waffle and then I lose track. So looking at the seven rules of life, rule number one is make peace with your past so it won't screw up your present. And I generally get quite a few comments on Facebook with these because everybody has their own opinions. Certain things resonate with people differently to others. So I just have a, a neutral, non-judgmental view of these. And I quite like them. Um, I got a book given to me, which is The Book of Positive Thoughts by Helen Exley. Um, and I'm going to go on to do something out of that as well, because I thought that kind of led on from these seven rules of life. But the first rule, make peace with your past so it won't screw up the present. It, it's difficult sometimes to make peace with our past, obviously dependent on what happened in the past, whether it was a trauma or a life event or grief, the loss of somebody. You know, there's, there's pretty hefty things happen in people's life. Um, and, you know, to a random statement to make peace with your past can be quite disempowering to a lot of people. Um, so there's a couple of things that I wanted to just focus on with that. I will read you what I actually put on the post so that um, you can hear it. And then maybe I will just talk a little bit about it. So rule number one, make peace with your past so it won't screw up the present. How we make peace with the past is down to us. Does that mean that we forget it or that we forgive or we pretend that it didn't happen at all? Um, we've all got our own thoughts around that and that's absolutely fine. So my thoughts about past events are what impact on me today, whether that be negatively or positively, and it all comes from inside me. Knowing this doesn't mean that my life is hunky-dory and that I run skipping through the fields without a care in the world. But whatever is in my past, whether it's, it's the way I feel about a person, a place or an event, it's already happened because it's in the past. But my thoughts about it can be very much in the here and now. And that what, that's what triggers me um, to kind of rubber band back to those places where it can be quite negative. Having said that, it works both ways for positive things as well. We can look back to our past and feel, you know, transported back to happier times when we were out there hugging and seeing people. You know, Facebook is is the bane of my life a lot of the times, but there are certain things with Facebook that I'm adjusting to liking being around. One of the things I do a lot on Facebook is hit my memory button and look where I was 12 months ago. And there's lots and lots of happy memories from 12 months ago or two years ago or three years ago. And I sometimes just take a moment to look at where my life is now and how it was then. And if it wasn't so good 12 months ago, knowing where I am now can be quite comforting that it does pass, that, you know, we can make peace with our past to a certain extent and know that wherever we are today isn't where we're going to be tomorrow next month next year and I can pretty much guarantee what I was worried about 12 months ago isn't what I'm worrying about now geez everything has changed so I can take comfort from that 
So moving on to rule number two, what others think of you is none of your business. This is something I talk about a lot with clients. Everybody has an opinion on everything at the moment and it can be quite divisive. And, you know, other people's opinion of me is none of it's none of my business. It's nothing to do with me. And it's often a projection of where they are in that moment. I maybe it's two or three weeks ago, I got my first troll, which I was shocked at first. I was like, oh, what's what's that about? The, the more I, I conversed with this person, the more I it became quite clear that she was missing the point of my post and she made an awful lot of presumptions about the post and read between the lines and got lots of information that wasn't actually there to begin with. So I had quite a nice conversation and towards the end I felt I felt a lot more positive about it. Um, I could have read the first comment from this person and gone off on one which I'm not saying I wouldn't do that. If my state of mind had been in a different place on that day, I might quite well have reacted completely differently to it. But I didn't, thankfully. And we conversed backwards and forwards a little bit. And I came away feeling okay about the situation. But what that person thought of me and the, the you know, presumptions and, you know, the things that she thought about me is none of my business. I can't do anything about how people think of me. And I'm the first to say, I, I say it quite a lot. I know I'm a lot like Marmite and some people get me and some people don't. And that's okay. I'm not going to beat my drum until everybody likes me because it's a waste of energy. I, yeah, I'm not prepared to, to spend a lot of time trying to convince people that I'm a, a nice person and it's, you know get to know me and all those sorts of things it's it's none of my business so that was rule number two rule number three time heals almost everything give it time um and you know again if we've lost somebody in the past if we're going through you know a grieving process it's easy when people say time heals i understand that and it is it is quite difficult to do um and life throws us a curveball there's no two ways about it you know things happen in our past and maybe time heals isn't the wrong way of looking at it but as time passes it's easier for us to observe our feelings as opposed to actually being in them and it being overwhelming and that maybe you know that would be a tip that you know I don't do tips I'm not one for the top 10 tips on this um but maybe that would be it. instead of, you know, I'm sad. I'm so sad. I am so anxious. If we don't phrase it that I am sad or I am anxious, because that puts us in it, that that's who I am in this moment. I'm anxious. If we can rephrase that and, and just say, I feel sad, I feel really sad or I feel really anxious it kind of separates us out a little bit from that feeling and we become an observer that I am having feelings of anxiety. I am having feelings of sadness. I am having feelings of grief or loss, but I am not that feeling in this moment. That can sometimes just give us a different perspective on things. So it's, it's not that it goes away and I'm not gonna trivialize the things that a lot of us are going through at the moment. Um, these, these were just rules that resonated with me. 
And again, you are entitled to your opinion on this. Um, rule number four, don't compare your life to others and don't judge them. You have no idea what their journey is all about. And again, you know, that links into the, the rule before it, that we don't know what other people are going through. Um, what, what seems to us quite a simple, you know, act of rudeness or indifference to us isn't what it seems to be. It can be that that person has got so much on their mind at the moment that they're going through such a really crappy time at the moment that, you know, we would be wrong to, to react to everybody in whatever they're doing at the moment and not comparing ourselves to others. Facebook is brilliant for this because people only put on Facebook what they want people to see. It's very rare that you see a real post from a real person being really authentic on there because it, it makes us vulnerable and we're not always up for being, being vulnerable. Um, but part of our psychological development as we're growing up is to compare ourselves. Um, it's usually around the ages of, I think it's three to six that we start to compare ourselves to others. So you might get, you know, if you've got children, your children might want the same shoes as Betty who lives next door, or, you know, the, the, the best friend's got a school bag and they want one the same. And, the, you know, they're comparing their drawings to somebody else's and it's not as good. The, you know, there's a saying, I'm not sure whether it's a Northern saying, but there's a saying about keeping up with the Joneses. Um, and, you know, the, the green eyed monster being envious of what other people have got and comparing our life to other people's. And it's not always very helpful. Um, so we don't know what somebody else's journey is about. You know, sometimes people can be my ex-husband wasn't always the best. He wasn't very generous with his thoughts around people. Needless to say, he's my ex-husband now. Um, but if he saw somebody with a brand new car, he would say things like, oh, yeah, they're born into money. They, you can tell that they've obviously, you know, broke the law in order to get that. Why? Why would he think that? Um, I don't know what their journey is. They could have won the lottery. They could have worked 20 hours a day for the last 20 years in order to get what they've got. I don't know that. So I like to focus more on myself and what I can do rather than, you know, pushing that externally and judging or criticizing other people. So that's my rule number four. Rule number five, stop thinking too much. It's all right not to know the answers. They will come to you when you least expect it. And I think at the moment, this is quite a valid one. An awful lot of my clients that I'm seeing at the moment are stuck in a cycle of overthinking and trying to work out what's coming next. And unfortunately, the only you know certainty we have at the moment is that everything is uncertain because we don't know. We, we were told before Christmas that, you know, I use the phrase of free for all, which isn't the right one probably, but that we could have five days over Christmas where we could mix with all our family and, you know, pretty much go back to a, a normal life that stopped very abruptly and it was Christmas day and then there was another meeting and another lockdown and we're in this situation none of us foresee that coming you know we we had plans for Christmas we all bought lots of food in we were going to have you know family round and all those sorts of things and it didn't happen so the only certain thing that we have in life generally, not just because of what we're going through now, is uncertainty, that things change. 
we can't predict the future. We don't know what's going to happen. So the more we overthink it, the more we get stuck in that cycle of trying to work things out. It's a lot of wasted energy. Um, it, you know, I'm a firm believer in the here and now, staying in the here and now as much as we possibly can. And knowing that we have the strength and, you know, the, the, the innate wisdom and wellness inside us that we will cope. I've coped with far more this year than I ever thought I, I could cope with or would need to cope with. But here I am in 2021. So, again, I'm not belittling things that people are going through. And please, you know, feel free to contact me if there's any support that I can give you, because I know parents that are homeschooling, parents that are working from home, um, it is really difficult. And, you know, I'd like to just touch on the fact that I am doing a, a week on exploring anxiety um, on my Facebook page that you can you can find out. Just follow me, Jackie, at Jackie Jones Coaching. Um, it starts on the 25th of January at half past seven. And I'm going to be live Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then on Friday, I'm going to be doing a Zoom. And I'm just going to be exploring anxiety, um, answering questions that people have got. It went down really well when I did one of these a couple of months ago. Um, and I actually decided to do this before we went into lockdown, hashtag three. Um, is that, does that make me cool? I'm not sure it does. It doesn't sound very cool when I say it. But anyway, we're in lockdown three. Um, and I posted this before we went into that. So I think it's going to be even more helpful for people at the moment. Um, it's free to join, doesn't cost anything. And it's just half past seven, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and then a Zoom on Friday. Um, so just check out, it's an event on my page. You can join in with pleasure. Um, if you're listening to this after the 25th of January, 2021, then please don't click on that link because it won't be happening. It will have already happened. Um, whatever it was, it's already been and gone and it's in the past. So rule number six out of seven, no one is in charge of your happiness except you. And what I mean by that is that I can't make somebody else happy. I can support them while they're going through whatever they're doing, but I don't have a magic wand and I can't make somebody else happy. Same as other people can't make me happy. Um, it, it all comes from inside me. We all have different perceptions and different thoughts and feelings about things. You know, for some people, climbing up Snowdon in the snow would make them happy. For me, that's the worst thing I can imagine. It's not something I do. So it's our perception of, you know, one, what is happiness? And two, is what makes me happy the same as what makes somebody else happy? And again, it's, it's that moving target. We don't always know. So the only person you know, I am in charge of my own happiness, um, being authentic, being vulnerable, you know, being capable, all those sorts of things. I know what makes me happy um, and I know what doesn't. And that's that's where that is. And again, it's about being in the here and now. Being a woman of a certain age, whether that's got anything to do with it, I don't know. But what makes me happy on a Monday doesn't necessarily make me happy on a Tuesday. So how can I expect anybody else to, to make me happy when half of the time I don't even know what I want myself? And that is part of being a human being. Um, and I'm not going to beat myself up over that. And the final rule is rule number seven, smile. You don't own all the problems of the world. And again, this, even just saying that, it, it really touches me because 
there are a lot of problems in the world right now. Um, and I would like to do everything I can for everybody to make their life better. But I know I can't do that. Um, I can smile. I can be polite. I can offer help and support to the people that know where I am and the people that want to connect with me. And I will continue to do that. But I can't focus on the bigger picture a lot of the time because there's not a lot that I can do on that bigger picture. So, um, yeah, I don't own the problems of the world and I'm not going to get bogged down with that. But that doesn't mean to say that I don't have empathy. That doesn't mean to say that I don't care about the environment or the people or, you know, the pandemic and how people are struggling at the moment. Of course I do. That's not what I'm saying at all. But I single-handedly can't, can't fix anybody else except myself. I can support people, but I can't fix them. Um, so that, those are the seven rules of life that I, I covered on my Facebook page. And as I said, I first did them last year and I've redone them again this year. And following on from that, I'm not even sure how long I've been doing this, but following on from that, um, I wanted to just read something out of this book that I got given as a Christmas present, The Book of Positive Thoughts, A. Helen Exley, Quotation Collection. And there's some really nice quotes in here. I might do some more podcasts and memes around this. But um, German Kent, 1975, it says, seven keys to getting more things done. Number one, start. That's That's really good advice because often we procrastinate and think I'll do it tomorrow or now's not the right time. It's like starting a diet on a Monday. I don't know what that's about. It doesn't really matter what day or what time, but we have these stories around things. Yeah. Just start whatever it is. Just, just start it. Um, number two, don't make excuses. Excuses. I, I yeah, we, we all make excuses, but there's something about putting blocks in our own way, uh, dependent on our, our life scripts and our, the stories that we make up around it, that I see kind of the same thing as making excuses. Um, I don't know if I said that I wanted to be eight stone I've never been eight stone I think I was probably born more than eight stone but if I wanted to be eight stone I would automatically start coming up with excuses I can't do that well I, straight away I said that I was born at eight stone I've never been eight stone in my life that's an excuse it's a story that I've made up there's no reason on this earth that I couldn't be eight stone just like anybody else other than the stories that I make up in my belief system um I'd have to eat lettuce leaves forever no, I wouldn't. That's an excuse. So it just, you know, I laugh, I smile when I say things like this because I'm so aware of, of what my stories are and the things that I say around. It's like jogging. I, yeah. I've got a treadmill and I hang my clothes on it. It's a very, it's a very handy clothes horse. Um, I could run. There's no reason why I couldn't. Like physically, there's nothing wrong with me. It's an excuse when I say I can't run. Um, so that, that's a big one for me. I've spoke a lot about that. Number two, don't make excuses. Number three, celebrate small steps. This, I think, is wonderful. And often, you know, we aim for a massive goal. Me, with a big goal, you know, I'm, I don't want to get to eight stone. I think at my age, I wouldn't look very well at eight stone. But if that was my goal to be eight stone, that's a massive goal for me. So break it down in smaller steps, a pound a week, two pound a week. 
as I'm saying this, I'm thinking if I'd have started this on the first lockdown back in March last year, I would I would have lost an awful lot of weight by now. Um, and there's something I've, I've heard somewhere else where somebody said, you know, 10 years ago was the best time to start. Today is the next best time. So just just explore this. I'm just trying to tweak your interest in these podcasts and get you to maybe look at things from a different point of view or a different perspective. So celebrate the small steps. Ignore critics. We all have them. One of the biggest critics we have is inside ourselves. And, you know, that's another podcast for another day that I could talk about. Um, but we don't need to listen to that voice, whether it's an internal voice or an external voice. That um, lady that I was talking about, that, that troll, my first troll that I had, I could have really taken that on board and be quite impacted by the things that she was saying because they were quite hurtful to me. But I didn't, I didn't ignore her. I, you know, I don't like ignoring people because, again, going back to the earlier rules, everybody has their own opinion and that's that's none of my business. And I don't need to be negative or offensive with that. I just need to let them have their opinion and I carry on with mine. Um, be consistent. That's another big one for me, consistency. Um, I need to be accountable to somebody in order to be consistent a lot of the time. Um but yeah, set yourself some consistency goals, you know, doing something every morning, whether that's uh, listening to five minutes headspace to, to, you know, make you feel less anxious or whatever it is, drinking four pints of water a day, four litres, whatever, be consistent with it. You will soon, I think it takes 21 days to form a habit. Um, so being consistent for three weeks will start to get habits and and that can be a good thing if they're good habits be open yeah that's that's quite a good one be open to to everything opportunity knocks a lot it's whether we open the door to it um and often you know our belief system those you know making excuses and things like that you know if if we're open to opportunity there was another I bet I won't be able to find it now but there was another thing in here that I thought oh that's really nice um oh that was it opportunity dances with those who are all I can't even speak I will start that again opportunity dances with those who are already on the dance floor and that's that's true if you're willing and open then opportunity knocks and things can change at the drop of a hat every moment. And number seven is stay positive, which again, you know, in the times that we're in, I understand that that can be quite difficult. Um, maybe stay neutral. If you can't manage the positive, maybe stay neutral. Um, if we're in the here and now, that, that's all that we can do. In this moment now, I am okay. And that, that would be something that I would recommend to people is, you know, ground yourself. Somebody, I, I read it in a book. Um, I'm not sure what book it was, to be honest, but they said one of the recommendations that they said in that was to put a sticker up somewhere where you would see it quite often. I talk about, you know, grounding yourself a lot with clients and being in the here and now. And we get caught up in life. We, we, we're very busy and we've got a lot of things that we're doing. 
But if you put a sticker up somewhere, it doesn't need to be anything, just, just you know, a post-it note or, you know, a little circle sticker, a dot, whatever, on the fridge or, you know, on the, the corner of your phone so that you see it. But whenever you notice that sticker, just check in with yourself and ask yourself, how do I feel right now? that can be enough to just ground yourself you know and it's about getting back in the here and now so I don't know if you're just merrily scrolling through Facebook and you're you know reading lots of things and absorbing lots of things and you notice that sticker just stop for a minute and check in with yourself how do I feel right now if you're going to the fridge if you stick the sticker on your fridge and you've kind of made yourself you know some goals around losing weight maybe before you open the fridge and you notice that sticker just check in how do I feel right now do I actually feel hungry do I feel sad is that why I'm going to the fridge do I feel bored is that why I'm going to just just check in and it's a way of just getting you back in the here and now um without too much pressure so yeah Okie dokie, I'm going to leave it there. So I have got a couple of guests that I'm going to be recording some podcasts with over the next two or three weeks, which I'm really looking forward to. I'm not going to disclose who they are. You'll have to wait and see. Um, but this podcast will be put up very soon. As I said, at the time of recording, it is January the 7th, 2021. Um, New Year and none of us know what's going to come but feel free to contact me if there's anything that I can do you can check out my YouTube videos on YouTube you can uh, join my private group I've got a private parenting group which is parent carer support I've also got one that is anxiety stress and mental health support um, that are both private groups but you can check me out Jackie at jackiejones.co.uk and all the information is on there and I look forward to seeing you in the next podcast take care bye